0: Hi guys, welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson.
1: Hi guys.
0: And as usual, I'm gonna ne- I haven't said this very often enough, but um, we're. this is a tr- troll-free zone, which means anyone who's a troll, please leave this podcast. Hey,
1: yeah. Gone. All the trolls gone.
0: <laughs> All right. Tonight we're reviewing um, "Warm Bodies," that was done, that was released in New 2013.
1: That's the American paranormal romantic zombie comedy film. How's yes. that one going? I know. Powerful. I
0: promised myself that I would not review a zombie film because of what's been happening. But
1: it's not a zombie film per se, is it? It yes. is, but it isn't. It's not like not like an apocalypse. Apocalyptic type movie or any ridiculous? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's it's a comedy. Yeah,
0: you know? since the lo- like
1: Fido and stuff.
0: Yeah, since yeah. the lockdown started, I I had concerns about talking or about movies that dealt with outbreaks and and lockdowns and stuff like hey, that. Hey, this means
1: we do World War Z? Mm, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like World War Z.
0: Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so so let's just go into the. Um, who stars and who directs and, and all, all the, and groovy, all the bits. groovy bits.
1: Okay, this is my bit, guys. Okay. Okay, this is written by Jonathan Levine, who also directed the film. It was produced by David Homan, Todd Lieberman, and Bruna Papandrea, I believe is the right place to Now, the exact producers were a Laurie Webb and a Corey Stern. The book, I mean, this movie was based on a book by Isaac Marion.
0: And I imagine he got it from Shakespeare's. I'm just telling the the audiences, guys, that he took it from Romeo and Juliet, you know, Shakespeare's play.
1: I was going to say that.
0: I was going to say it. Who wrote it? Will Shakespeare, dummy.
1: William Shakespeare, not Will Shakespeare. Well, William Shakespeare. Anyway, friends. Uh, this novel that Isaac Marion uh, wrote has the same title as the movie, Warm Body. So if anyone's looking for the book later on, you can find it under the same title name. Right. Now, budget and box office. This is quite interesting. I, know this is what, I like these juicy figures. Budget, th- about $35 million. Um, If you see the movie, you understand why. Uh, box office came in at $117 million. Wow. Now, that is a good earner.
0: Yeah, really uh, awesome.
1: and that's what you like to see when you make a movie. Yes. All, the more money they make, the more movies they can make. True. Uh-huh. And now, this
0: one was a box office hit. Uh, well, I don't know
1: if a hit. It did quite well at the box office. Mm. Uh, generally, uh, the reception from the cr- the critics was uh, uh, lent towards being quite favourable. Even uh, Rotten Tomatoes and media, uh, the media critic, and that sort of stuff. They um they, yeah, they all praised it for what it was. I mean, it's, it is a comedy, horror, zombie, romantic yeah. film. So and they allowed the fact that it wasn't yeah. supposed to be serious. Yeah, so movie. this yeah. movie, hmm.
0: unlike other movies we reviewed in the past, um, that got nasty reviews, this is the only one I've seen that didn't have a nasty review yeah. attached to it.
1: Now, let's get into some actors here. Aha.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, now... It's Actually, we're talking about actors. It's really funny, right? Mm. Someone told me once that uh, if you're in a movie and you've got a part where you don't talk, you don't get as much money as somebody who has a talking part. Now, the zombies don't talk. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did that mean they did it for free? No, yeah, I was joking. <laughs> moving on. So, anyway.
0: who stars in it? Uh,
1: I'm glad you asked. Now the head main zombie is a young guy, uh, uh, Nicholas Holt. Holt, Holt, no, Holt. Yeah, H A U L T. Holt, I believe it is. Uh, he plays a young teenage zombie who can't remember his real name, but he knows it started with the letter R, so he calls himself
0: uh.
1: R. Now, when we think about Romeo and Juliet, Yet. that brings you on to the next bit.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, Teresa Palmer played Julie uh, Grigio. I think it's the right pronunciation of that role. Uh, mm. So you got R- Romeo, maybe, and Julie. Hmm, mm. Borrowed loosely from Shakespeare, mm-hmm. probably. Mm. Anyway, R had a friend uh, called M, and he was played by Rob Corddry. Uh, he had an interesting role. He's... um. Interesting actor. Hmm. Um, he and um, a- he played M, and M and R really had what some good dialogue together, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, and there's a guy called Dave Franco played Perry, that was Julie's boyfriend. In Ex-boyfriend, the be- I should in the say. World. I said boyfriend. It were boyfriend it, because they did retro stuff as hmm. well. So he was her boyfriend for parts of the movie. He died in the earlier part of the movie, but there's a bit of retro stuff done through the movie. So. Yes, moving on. Yeah. Now, um, now, Anna Lee... Tipton, she played Nora, Julie's friend. Now, she's um, a very interesting actress. Yeah, originally it was um, yeah. supposed to
0: be a Hispanic person to play this role, but they decided to make her a Caucasian in this okay. movie.
1: But she had this, it has got an interesting look about her and, and, and a nice looking person, nice personality. If things came out, she's really cool and funny mm. and everything. Yes. Now, my favourite, I like some of the older actors. Yeah. Being an old fellow myself, I, I turn 67 next birthday. You can send Christmas cards, birthday cards, carrier... No, 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 whatever. Um... No, John Malkovich,
0: our favourite actor,
1: one of my favourite actors. He, I think, he's underrated. He's been in lots of things over the years,
0: and uh, we've been reviewing him in two other movies. Yeah, already. he was in
1: what Velvet Buzzsaw or what was the other one?
0: And that one would be the um, Shadow of the Vampire.
1: That's right. Yeah, the uh, the one that uh, the, the, the the makeup bio drama thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's got Anyway, he plays Julie's dad, Colonel Grigo, uh, Grigio or whatever his name is. And, uh, yeah, so there's the main cast. There's lots. There's, there's a cast of thousands of all the zombies and bonies and stuff running around and, and yeah. some of the other people, but they're, they're the main ones.
0: Mm, yes. Yeah, so, so
1: you, do you want to take over doing overview and telling the story thereof?
0: Yeah, I might as well. Uh, so, it starts off with uh, wandering in an airport environment, and it's mostly, his, most of his dialogue is all thinking related, like narration or voiceover stuff.
1: Well, yeah, zombies don't talk, so yeah, it's his thoughts done as a voiceover, because zombies don't talk, obviously.
0: (laughs) Yes, so, and he feels very lonely, and he wants to better himself, but unfortunately, being a zombie doesn't allow him to be bettering himself very often.
1: Can't get a job. Mm, True.
0: And he... It kind of reflects on what life was like before the outbreak.
1: Yeah, we, yeah, you can't remember too much of it. He, it yeah.
0: yeah, we do have a flashback to the airport, the way it may have looked like, where everyone's on their phones, mobile phones. And walking through yeah. the, you
1: know, transit yeah. lounges and whatever. Yeah,
0: any and comments on how we might have communicated and been close, but yeah. I got I got a sinking feeling that the um, mobile phones symbolise how distant we, we were all, you know... In the past,
1: yeah. Hey, and yeah. by the way, though, the funny part is, he—I he, um, can't say he lived on an airplane. He—he uh, he sheltered on his own jet, full of his things he collected, near records yeah, and other things, oddman snow cones, and record yeah yeah. yeah he, he just collected things. He yeah. so he was a bit of a bowerbird, but he's on his own accommodation. In a, what, a 747 or something, rather, it looks mm. really, really cool. And yeah, hey, he not? has
0: a lot of stuff, even some re- old records and stuff he yeah. plays. Yeah, and of course, being um, he often played it on as a you know record player thing, yeah,
1: because he, he, he still misses that human side of life that he vaguely remembers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, anyway, he, he then introduces us to M, as we talked about, and he's. Well, he and I uh, decide to go out hunting.
1: Uh, dinner time. Yes. Guess S- what they eat, folks. ain't yeah. McDonald's. <laughs>
0: yeah. So they end up doing a slow marching procedure with all their fellow zombies. And they run into the bonies. The bonies are are mute, very mutated zombies that they are completely really icky looking yeah
1: they, they're the next level zombies where they sort of um yeah they start taking their skin off and stuff and yeah. they look really almost like almost skeletal like yeah in they, one yeah.
0: scene where yeah. he's in during the voiceover he says oh don't pick at it don't pick at it it's like it's yeah. having a picking at a yeah, zit yeah, or something
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah and he's picking off his skin and stuff he's going to turn in yeah see once you get that way you, you, the side of humanity you get left just disappears yeah, yeah. at least you still look human and all of a sudden you're going to look like a skeleton with a bit of skin wrapped around you. Not mm. a pleasant sight. Yeah. Actually, good special effects for those, though. I yeah. agree, agree. Yeah. So
0: the zomb- those bonies, they're like the last stage of of, to being a zombie, and then you, there's no way of going back.
1: Now, now, here's one thing, that Both the zombies and the other ones, the bonies, both eat meat.
0: Yes. Thank now,
1: uh, that comes into... The, live, the remaining living people who are living in a city behind a big wall. Yeah. Yeah, a bit like in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, mm. And they, they're, they're sheltering in there and they send people out on expeditions there
0: Patrols. to
1: hunt for foodstuffs and drugs and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, or medic yeah, or medic stu- stuff, stuff yeah.
0: in case they needed... Um,
1: because the, the dead people don't need the medical medicine stuff.
0: True, true. No. So anyway, anyway um, <laughs> Julie and a f- not, and Noah and Perry they are on a they're on a routine, ske- you know, but, pr- well going in a group and going to get the gear and they're going to go get some medic some uh, medication for for the people inside that yeah, the wall, cool.
1: yeah, in the Wall City, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, it's at this point we see Julie in the scene that. She's distanced from Perry, and because Perry is c- completely closed off to her.
1: Yeah, he's sort of he's gone a bit cold towards her. So he may, maybe, maybe Sarah, Sarah, he's actually by this time he might be become, becoming the ex boyfriend, or he might be the ex boyfriend.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But l- early, later on in the movie, it, there's retro stuff where they were an item. So yes. Yeah.
0: So anyway, they head off inside the big city, and while they're patrolling, looking for me- for the medication in in abandoned hospitals. They then hear a noise outside in the hallways, and then we see um, R and a few of the other zombies coming in force into the room. For lunch. Yes. (laughs) And, of course, we get a bit of a brief battle. Some of the people get get eaten or chewed on. And R attacks Perry, and he starts nibbling on him and saying how he doesn't want to hurt him, but if he doesn't... um, well if he doesn't eat him he'll he'll die and stuff like that
1: yeah so it's, it's, it's kill or be killed yeah uh, and still <coughs> enough he eat said, or die yeah mm. and
0: he says that if he doesn't um, eat the brain he'll, he'll rise up to be a zombie too but the brain is the best bit according to
1: yeah because uh, when you eat the brain you get a taste of their memories as well so yeah it's like uh, zombies being dead or uh, addiction yeah yeah, but yeah I know that but they can't dream like we do so yeah. it's like memories and dreams for them yeah for so
0: arse sees um the memories and he sees julie in them of course and he's he, well actually at the beginning before the attack he starts feeling something towards julie and i it's like he felt fell in love with her the moment he saw, well, sees her yeah, in this scene
1: because he. Had, he he wants something more than being a dead zombie. Yes, and he sees this pretty girl who's is a, is a zombie. So nice. he
0: then pockets the remaining bits of brain in his, his in his jean um, pocket, along
1: with his uh, his victim's watch. He yes, the watch. He then this, um turns <laughs> his attention.
0: He, the he then turns his attentions <laughs> to Julie, whom um is, is hiding in the corner. She tries to take one of those knives that were hidden in her boot and tries to stab him in the chest. You
1: can't kill a zombie with a knife.
0: And soon enough...
1: has he read the script?
0: Yes, soon enough he takes <laughs> it out and he then tells her... Try, he then uses um, some of his dead blood to put on her face. So, so
1: she smells old and dead.
0: Yeah, and he tells her to come with him.
1: Keep safe or something. He said. Yeah, so he, 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 he 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 can mumble the odd word at this point in time. Yeah,
0: just one word or two words yeah, yeah. at a time. So he then takes her back to the airport to his um, airplane that we mentioned, and he then protects her as much as he can, even though she's still frightened Nervous, of him.
1: Yeah. Who would not be? Mm-hmm. If it, if I was stuck for zombie all night or something, for even for a few minutes, I'd be a bit worried. about on, on the menu. Yes. Yeah, so. Mm.
0: So, she stays there with him for the next couple of days. He, She starts wondering why he's so different from other zombies.
1: Yeah, yeah you get typecast. Everyone thinks they're all the same. Yeah. Brrr, brrr.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Romero, look what you've done to zombies, okay? <laughs> okay?
0: Soon enough, um, he, yeah, so, <laughs> after a while, um, he starts nibbling on Perry's brain, viewing more of, the, of his memories. There's... He, by the time he's done with the final bit of brain he sees perry's memory of him his dad getting killed by the zombies and that's what was probably what, where perry changes maybe going from boy to manhood and and starting to think um coldly to julie and to everyone around him i imagine
1: possibly mm-hmm. sounds, sounds like a plan to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yes and eventually by this time, when when asked is the memory, he, this is the memory where it comes to the point where Perry dies. And I imagine it's a painful memory. And
1: well, R was, was killing him. Yes. So he didn't like it he so he spat that one out.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. feeling a bit um, upset that that part of his himself was in that yeah. memory. <laughs> yeah,
1: R doesn't like being a zombie. Yes, it's quite clear throughout the movie. Yeah, soon
0: yeah. enough, um, Julie does eventually escape, and with <coughs> um, with us help, they get out of the um, airport while being chased by those bony creatures. Yeah, and of Interesting. course, yeah. yeah. Of course, the other zombies try to stop her too, but they somehow weren't gonna really interfere with with his with us helping her
1: because they realise that. Were, were, were they holding hands in that scene?
0: Yeah, they were holding hands. And,
1: and, and, and the, the other zombies are, so have he, got vague memories still of what it was like being alive, and they see this again.
0: Yeah. Even, um, um, like even to, M okay. kind of helps them escape out of there by yeah. um, sort of driving <clears throat> one of those, what do you call them?
1: Well, those little little you know those little tugs that uh, the baggage handlers use to take all the luggage around on the airport uh, tarmac. A you know, little thing about the size of a. Yeah. uh Half a car yeah. almost. Yeah, we didn't all, hear
0: yeah. more of Marcus's dialogue in the scene.
1: He starts to get a, an extra word or two.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's anyway. He, he
1: helps to save them, yeah. and
0: soon enough they yeah. they get into a, a car that's that's that's
1: a, a little sports car. A sp- Little sports
0: yeah. car that's run down, but it has few bits of petrol left in it.
1: Yeah, some petrol left, mm. obviously.
0: And they soon drive, <coughs> um, well. To a suburban area, that abandoned suburban area, there. and mm. they start. They kind of stay there for a, for a while. You know, light Four a hours. few candles and yeah. just um, s- settled in. Of course, um, R reveals to Julie that he killed her boyfriend, and he reveals the watch that he stole from her boyfriend. And he
1: felt a bit guilty.
0: Yeah, eventually. Um, yeah, somehow R uh, finally closes his mm-hmm. eyes and starts dreaming.
1: And zombies don't dream. Usually they just slide uh, there, maybe,
0: and just wait for the next... They just, just don't...
1: Something's changing here, folks.
0: Yes. He then dreams of Julie and her friends, and, and well, and then when he wakes up the next morning, Julie's already gone, and the car's gone, and, well, let's just say every pretty much she's gone back to to
1: her a protected area where yeah. daddy is and everybody else
0: yes and shame, shame, and now shame. prepares yeah. his fa- his his journey back to the airport or whatever and he begins reflecting on the fact he'll never change that there's no chance that she'll see him other than being a zombie
1: yeah it's hard isn't it very racist this movie isn't it yeah, zombies well, just and remember people and Um, you know.
0: it's not racist. It is. I mean, it's just that it's a Romeo and Juliet story, Mike. I mean, oh
1: okay. A Romeo. I yeah. mean, wrong family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a family of zombies, Mike. Okay,
0: yeah, he right. came from the wrong side of the tracks. Is he
1: in, a I can't remember.
0: I don't know okay. who was Romeo in. I can't
1: remember. <laughs> I haven't read. I haven't read it for years. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah, so anyway. Ah uh, meets up with M um, <coughs> and a couple of other zombies, and and they tell um uh, that they've been changing and their hearts start beating yeah, yeah, again yeah, yeah. for some reason, and the bony creatures are starting <coughs> to um notice the changes. They can, they, they
1: can smell the difference because they're starting to smell a bit like human beings again instead of zombies. Ah. ah. ah.
0: Yes. Anyway, ask just <laughs> to them ma- that to help and to try to change if they can. Yeah. And of course, Marcus agrees and they soon enough head towards the wall where where all the su- real survivors are piled yeah. up. Yeah. And of course, R uh, goes fusing Perry's memories. He finds his he way, finds in his in way th- inside a secret
1: Yeah, down, break, know, down through the subway or yeah, or the subway. Through yeah. Through the yeah, subway. Yeah. Somehow rather He finds a way back into his little secret entrance that they used. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, and, um... Yeah, so
0: soon enough, Mm. um, uh, Goat gets through and he then eventually finds Julie's home.
1: Because he had it, the boyfriend's memory. It makes him so easy. Just like a GPS. Mm. Yes.
0: And eventually, in this scene, we see Julie on the balcony and he... Talks yeah, up to it, just like,
1: yeah. just like we've seen
0: in or heard about in the um stories. Wee,
1: wee, wee, wee,
0: right, now. I'm
1: over here, yeah, well, mm-hmm. Julia's East yeah. <laughs> and
0: all that crap. <laughs> so anyway, um yeah. he tells her he's sorry and that that things are changing, that they're dreaming yeah. and yeah. Th- thinking of new memories. And Julie and
1: introduces him to her friend Nora. Nora?
0: Yeah, Nora and she. No, is that right away that that he doesn't that ah uh, doesn't smell rotten or maybe that that was just a rumor or well
1: no he doesn't smell as rotten as he used to because he's turning back to normal flesh again
0: yeah even Julie when she hugged him um she spew. felt no. she felt like he's getting kind of warmer meaning his body's temperature is going up.
1: I could say something. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well,
0: okay.
1: No. Well, I no. could. No, okay. Among <laughs> the trouble, I'm not takes off the air, hey? huh okay, <laughs>
0: So, anyway, they suggest that they should try to take her, take him to her dad, but the first need to to a makeover. <laughs> it's funny. to see. Yeah,
1: oh, it's quite funny. They're doing a makeup makeover. The, the Nora has a bit of spare makeup. She's going. She's saving for a special occasion. She says, what Which special occasion? So she got that. And then started doing a face up, and then she puts on a record.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, a t-
1: Roy Orbison's "Pretty Woman," <laughs> and Julie says, "Turn that song off." <laughs> says, what, what's the matter?
0: <laughs> well, it is a bit wrong. And put, put a some, and put another song on. A yes. little bit more moderner. Or yeah, no no I, I
1: can't remember camera that uh, John Waits babies no, whatever I don't know. I eventually
0: <laughs> they they get add a bit of foundation he has he has a shower a
1: nice warm glow to his face
0: and he looks like human again he yeah, looks of. like
1: death warmed up <laughs> sorry
0: so okay. anyway he, he he and and Julia they head into the streets and he tries to act normal as possible even mm. when he sees a soldier there he says hello how are you yeah, see, how, how you, you, you doing p- or something like that, that one, yeah. and it, he does it more like how are you doing like he doesn't speak is that and, word <laughs> <laughs> yeah he says <laughs> Sorry, what
1: did he say he said that um,
0: word great or
1: no he said something yeah um,
0: did it. nailed something it <laughs>
1: nailed it yeah, see, yeah nailed, nailed it <laughs> yeah in his voice in his yeah, voiceover okay. he says he kept
0: saying in his mind say something normal say something human yad, gada, gada. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah or something yeah Nailed him. Yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. Well,
0: anyway... he we sound to talk better. The general mm-hmm. soon meets him and he doesn't take that... Pretty much doesn't believe He doesn't them. believe
1: Julie that the zombie guy is changing, so he just wants to kill him.
0: Yeah, yes. but eventually Nora mm. takes out her gun uh, and,
1: and... aims at the colonel.
0: Yeah, not fires it or anything, just, just to stop them him from shooting up. Yeah,
1: yeah, let, yeah, let R and Julie run away yeah. to fight another day.
0: Yeah, eventually they run down... The, um. Uh, alleyway. They they go back to where the, the secret entrance is to avoid the soldiers who are going to probably hunt them, uh-huh. or hunt are anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Eventually, they do meet up with um. M and the other zombies, and this time there is a bigger, bigger, yeah, bigger they, they, group more, of zombies. More of the
1: zombies are coming together because they're starting to feel a change. Yeah. It's it's becoming infectious. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're starting to care about things that human beings care about, like yeah. love and other things. And,
0: mm, quite. and it's
1: starting to get that spark of humanity yeah. back inside their chest, yeah. hence the heartbeats. Yeah. Mm, and yeah.
0: eventually, that not they're not too far away, the um, bonies uh, track probably the remaining zombies and are about to try to attack.
1: Of course they. Wait, zombie meat, fresh meat, ah, yeah. same thing. Yes, because uh-huh. see
0: these bony creatures, they're attracted to hearts, I meaning they're not just introduced in the M. brains, they're into, you know, eating and anything. And not smelly meat. Yeah. Mm. <coughs> Excuse so, me. Soon, so, so, uh, so M and the rest of the zombies, they take over, take care of the um bonies while... R and Julie try to make a run for it as much as they can. Yeah.
1: Now, but at the same time, don't, don't the troops start coming in? Yeah, the in? troops
0: coming in. Because
1: they're worried about all these zombies and everything.
0: Yeah, and ha- bonies. Getting close to the city. Yeah. Yeah. In one scene mm. where the, one of the um, army guys, his name's Kevin, I think. Not Kevin. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like Kevin. And he and his group, they get attacked by bony creatures. And one of the zombies jumps out and attacks both bon- bony creatures. And he helps him up. You know, in a yeah, nice way. and he
1: tells the colonel on a yeah. two-way radio that, hey, the the zombies are helping us.
0: Yes, and another yeah. group of soldiers, they see the um, zombies attacking the bonies and they wonder, who do we shoot?
1: <laughs> and they start shooting the... Um, bony creatures. The bony ones who seem yeah. to be naughty ones. And, and um, M's going, when they're coming past...
0: <laughs> he says, hi. Hi,
1: <laughs> hi, hi, <laughs> hi, to all the guys coming past. He's, yeah. he's, he's trying to be friendly. Isn't that nice?
0: Yeah, anyway... Um, and Julie, while it looks really dim for Julia and R, there's like so many z- bonies around. Um, they are about to try to escape for another door, but which leads to nowhere. And that will lead them down, which could end up a very big mess. Well, but yeah,
1: I don't know how they got that high, though. Don't, they must have been running around up a building or something. Know,
0: up and down, maybe.
1: Who so, knows?
0: Who knows? So <laughs> eventually R takes um, Julia in his arms and he... And her fall.
1: He falls backwards, so he's going to fall into this (laughs) pond of water uh, and and break her fall so she can survive. And he was prepared to give his life for it. Is not that nice?
0: Eventually, they do crash into the water. He hits his head at the bottom of the um, water. I don't
1: know know if he hits his head, but I think the impact impact of the water water would be enough to knock you out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we think that the worst, (laughs) but then Julie eventually pulls him by the um, collar out of the water, and, and you see the major change in him.
1: Is, is, is that when his eyes changed to normal eyes?
0: Yeah, his eyes turned back into a normal eyes, yeah. blueish sort of gray, eyes. Originally, they're slightly greyish eyes, but they suddenly start. Yeah, changing. zombie
1: looking eyes, and these turn back to the hum, more human eyes.
0: Yeah, and soon enough, um, the army soldiers are there, including her dad, and they they shoot at him in the shoulder.
1: He starts bleeding human blood, yeah, fresh human blood, yeah. Mm, oh, positive, mm, my favorite. <laughs>
0: yes. So anyway, um, they then realise that the zombies are changing after all, and there is a second. There's a second chance for humanity to yeah. begin again.
1: And so the, so the the good zombies and the troops band forces. Him. And uh, band together and they defeat
0: uh, the bonies. The
1: bonies and they kill most moths, of then the other little bonies left to die of starvation. And lo and behold, they take the wall down in the end.
0: Yeah, and um, all the zombies, um, they begin their life again, try to remember what it was like to be human again.
1: Yeah, and yeah, be, you know, being re humanized. And, yeah. um, and the yeah.
0: humans connected with the zombies, they try yeah. to help them re enter society. Yeah, exactly
1: whatever.
0: right. Yeah. And of course then they bring down the wall, meaning that the the pop clips or whatever is over.
1: Yeah, exactly. And a lovely and it lives happily ever after.
0: Yeah, as I said before, this I often think that this movie is could be is a very hopeful movie. The other day I was listening to a a famous filmmaker, and he was—he told me that the one things that the audience aspire to in movies is hope and fear, yeah, yeah. and ha- yeah. and strong is, emotions. And strong the, emotions yeah, yeah. do appeal in these movies.
1: Yes, yeah, a strong the the emotion, of fear, and the emotion that you know, that everything's going to work out in the end. All those good strong emotions—they work mm. in a movie. Hmm. And, uh, don't forget a good storyline—that really helps too. Yeah, true, yeah. true. <laughs> mm. But the emotions really work. Uh, as does the music school, which helps to inspire uh, or to fuel the emotions,
0: yeah, as well, yeah. yeah so, so you get the
1: right musical score, the right dialogue, and everything else. And and so
0: like, these guys yeah. who made this movie, they kind of um, they got it right. They got it right in the end. I reckon they got right. And yeah. so we um, we got a winner, obviously.
1: We got a winner. Oh, a winner. Sorry, one second. Yeah. Mm. I like winners. No, no.
0: Don't be a nu- okay. do
1: I can't help it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so
0: we got a winner in this movie. So, um, well, the box office said so. Mm, I think so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now. <laughs>
0: now, uh, let me see.
1: I'm not going to go too much. Oh, I should mention oh, okay. when <laughs>
0: they were when they were preparing for their those roles as zombies. The cast and extras went through zombie boot camp where they learned to move and react as walking zombies.
1: They actually went uh, with circus people and, and worked with the circus people, knew how to, like, probably clowns and acrobats and whatever, different things, and, and they learned to actually walk and walk, mm. behave differently and whatever. Mm. And, yeah, so it was a circus boot camp more than anything else. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so no anyway,
0: another thing... I should bring up in our home airport the abandoned airplane scene it turns out he owned a blu-ray of the movie Zombie Flesh Eaters which was done in 1979 and according to this they say this was the one of the greatest zombie movies of all time although I don't believe it for is a zombie se- flesh eaters yes
1: I must get a copy of that and have a look at it
0: although mm-hmm. I do feel um, the Night of the Living Dead in Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead are not all bad zombies. Did zombie George Romero make
1: those ones as well? Yes. Yeah, gun old George. Yeah. I don't
0: think there's anything wrong with what those ones. I don't uh, know why were some... Were they low
1: budgets? Like the early ones?
0: Yeah, I think that they started yeah. off as low budget.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Very...
0: But there's nothing long wrong for low budget film, guys. No,
1: no, I didn't say that. It, that's what George Romero and other people excelled at. They made a pretty good movie... As, uh, using a low budget, mm. and um, remember we were talking about it, that a couple of months ago. That Alfred Hitchcock mm. got inspired by guys like George Romero and stuff. They can make a damn good movie on a limited budget, mm-hmm. and he got the idea when he made to do that when he made Psycho. He mm-hmm. he he made that on a shoestring budget. Mm. So yeah, so these these new guys. Like, well, George Romero was new back in those days, uh, and other people like him um, inspired people who are already in the yeah, industry. Yeah, another example. Another
0: example mm. is that did you know that I found this out in the my one of my magazines? I found out that um, when they were making Jaws, Steven Spielberg's Jaws, oh, yeah. he got inspired by the psych, Alfred Hitchcock Psycho movie, really? where the um, your first victim is a woman, and that kind of knocks the story in a loop, or gets people starting to... Well, oh,
1: the, the, the first death really early in the movie? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough.
0: Which Ooh. is, um, I never mentioned this before, but I found out about that. It okay. was really kind of cool.
1: That's interesting. Well, you get, get a couple of deaths early on, it sets the scene for the movie, doesn't it? Mm, agreed. gets the atmosphere going, woo! Yeah. Anyway, what I was going to say about this, this here, I won't go too much into it, there's lots too much about too many things... Um, but we did mention that they actually had to uh, go to zombie school and whatever and that sort of stuff um, it began sh- it was done in actually uh, Montreal uh, in Canada I oh. uh, started filming and production in about 2011 mm-hmm. and the airport scenes being shot at the Montreal Creole, Mirabel International Airport. Mm. Now, I sometimes wonder how the hell you can get access to an international airport, when and make it look so deserted and get all your filming done. I don't know. It's a, it's a, like a Sunday or something, or a quiet day, or here, there, and whatever. I don't know how to do it. Mm. It was great. There wasn't a, a living, <laughs> there wasn't a living person in sight. <laughs> As a joke, a living person. Uh-huh. You're supposed to go, ho, ho, very funny. but uh, ha, oh, ha, ha. But, the, ha. but, there's, but there's no baggage, handles hiding in the, you know, around the corner. There's nobody there. So it, was, it looked really good.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: It really kept a good effect going. Um, yeah, well,
0: this is yeah. um, one zombie movie that doesn't um, question, you don't question its... Well, it's story. It,
1: it, it came along good. and It looked good. I mean, you I mean when you get someone shooting on location, not green screens and stuff, you really have to work hard to make it look real.
0: Mm, true, true.
1: Because how, how, I mean, they, when they're driving back to the, um, the walled city there down the roads, they had junk all over the place and dumped cars or whatever, and you do aerial views and there's nothing there mm. apart from the junky stuff and everything else. Mm. I mean, I, I, I'm not a film maker, I don't know how to do it, maybe um, there's a lot of superimposing and stuff, I've got no idea how to do it, but it looks desolate mm. in a city, it's great. agree. Mm. Mm. Anyway, release informations. okay, it was released in January 2013 in the Philippines, Greece and Russia.
0: Ooh, wow.
1: And then it was released about ooh, a couple of days later in the United States. Uh, yeah, a few days later or a week later. Mm. Now, its opening weekend, it collected 22.3 million. Wow. It has returned a box office of uh, 64, 66.4 million within the US and an additional 50.6 million worldwide. Ooh. So that's what. A film producer wants to hear. Right, right. Oh yeah, well, money. I mean, I I hate the money side of it. Mm. Uh, I like the art better. But if you can make money out of doing a good movie, Mm. then you can go and make the next movie. But I don't. I hate people focusing just on the money side of it because half the time, the movie quality goes down and they don't make as much money anyway. So. Anyway, reviews. I won't go into all the reviews, but uh, all uh, Rotten Tomatoes. have got an 80, 81% rating, which is damn good, from 203 critics. Wow. Not 10, not 8, 203 people took the time to vote on it. So that's not bad. And uh, Metacritic uh, gave a score 60 out of 100 based on 39 I won't go on the all the other ones, different newspapers and magazines, but generally, it was quite favourable, except for the odd nong who thought, oh, well, it wasn't quite as scary as it could have been, right? It's a freaking comedy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you I know, just don't morons. know what... I don't know what... Some t- of these critics got no idea it's supposed to be a romantic comedy. Hmm. Yeah. How can... If it's too horrific, it ain't going to be a romantic comedy, is it? <laughs> hmm. However.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, once upon a time, guys, I mentioned this probably in the past, that... In a lot of old movies, like the ones that your par- your grandparents or your your mother and father probably watched, um, those ones may- had horror, but they also had comedy and a bit of love interest yeah, the, in
1: the, it. But they, 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 there's too many cross genres now. I think when they when you go, this is a romantic horror comedy zombie flick. You've got too many genres to come together, and some of these critics have got no idea how to take it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I
1: think that's the problem. Hmm. You look at an old movie, you've got, we're going to do a comedy horror. we are got a horror, we've got Frankenstein or Wolfman running around, and you throw Albert and Costello in there, you go, okay, we're going to have the horror bit there, there's some comedy or bits Or a horror there.
0: supernatural in well, some cases. whatever,
1: and you're going to do that, and it's clearly defined, and even the simplest minds can pick up on the fact that there's a horror bit and there's a comedy bit. But if it gets a bit more involved, some of the critics got no idea on how to appraise it. Hmm. So yeah, whatever. I
0: gotta admit though, I do like the odd um, mishap mash of, of different genres into oh, like in it. one film. Then you have something to for the for everyone. You well, know, well, you
1: look at Jason X.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What was that? Was that a sci-fi or a horror? Mm, good point. It was a futuristic one done in space,
0: mm.
1: on a spaceship. But it was a horror movie.
0: And a bit of comedy thrown in a twist. A bit of
1: comedy thrown in, yeah, to lighten up a little bit. So you see, <laughs> see you see, you got, you got, you possibly got three genres in the one movie. Uh, and that's where some of these creatures say, "Oh, I didn't like it because it wasn't purely horror, it wasn't purely science fiction." Ra 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 ra! I'll blow it out your ear, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They appreciate a good movie for what it is, and this is a good movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Quite right. I like it. Yes. Yeah, so, um, should we rate this movie now, or do you have anything else to add?
1: No. I'll, I, like, I'll just keep on talking and making and and and, and bore the people and stuff, and they go put their pajamas on and go feed the cat, and I'll come back and I'll still be talking. So, no, I think it's about time for me to shut up.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, how do you rate this movie?
1: Look, I like it. It's one of the. I like comedy horrors and stuff, and this is right down that nice little alley that I like I'm going to give this a 10 I don't often give a 10 I do it because it's different
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not the same stuff churned out and when I see something's churned out or parodies and stuff sometimes well parody they're borrowing an idea from somewhere else this is a fresh idea and I think you've got to give these guys credit for making up a fresh idea out of a book and I'll always I always maintain when talking to Sarah that most good movies come from books. They don't just make up the script and bung it together. Sometimes you're lucky, sometimes you're not. But when you've got a good book to start with, it does make the screenwriting part a lot easier.
0: Hmm.
1: So, having said that, yeah, 10 this is a good one.
0: Okay, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 too, because it's a. It, as I said, we said in the past, this one has a lot of everything for everyone in this yeah. movie.
1: everything for the kiddies. Well, if, you're a kid, if the kiddies aren't too young, that is.
0: <laughs> if you're looking at 13.
1: Or <laughs> well, under adult supervision. <laughs> hmm. well, there isn't any sex scenes in it, but there is a bit of. Yeah. A bit of chewing people up and everything, so yeah, it's a bit, yeah. Hmm. So, depending on what your kids are like, <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, so, um, this is well, I think that's about it for us tonight. So, um, thanks for listening to our podcast, guys. Uh, it is
1: available on DVD, uh, and probably even Blu ray. I don't know, yeah. I, that's I read it yeah. somewhere, mm-hmm. you can get it. Um, yeah. so yeah, yes, yeah, so, so go and get a copy, folks. This yeah. is a good one,
0: and as we often say in the past, guys, do not, um, do not always judge the movie from our, our point of view. Just may go out and watch it yourself. We
1: try to be fair. And there's mm-hmm. some people out there who do critiques like this, and all they want to do is bag a movie, or they work on body counts and how many uh, deaths, how how, how many uh, how minutes m- gruesome
0: it was. maybe yeah,
1: how many minutes it was before the uh, first death happened. They do, and okay, that's their the way they want to handle the podcast. We try to give a fair, balanced. Yeah, look and analyse movie. the movie. And, 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 and analyse the movie, so we think it's a good one. Mm-hmm. So go and have a look. You, your local video shop might have it, or you might be able to download a, um, a, a rented copy from... Does Amazon rent them? Um, yeah. Remember, yeah. Amazon places like that may rent you uh, rent you a copy for a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. Go and have a look at it. It's good fun.
0: Or just plain old um, go on YouTube and hire or rent a copy.
1: Well, I just heard that. Yeah, rent a copy. You can go is YouTube or um, yeah, Amazon some places. You can actually d- rent a copy. Yeah, download yes. it and and watch it. Yeah. Yes. Good so, idea. thanks mm. for
0: listening to the Slayers podcast, guys. This is Sarah Stevenson and
1: Michael Stevenson
0: saying we'll see you guys for the next one. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.